Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. I'm trying to avoid Facebook currently, and in large part, this was because of an interaction that I had maybe two weeks ago now with a fellow who's a co-worker and also records a podcast. He posted something associated with Hillary Clinton. It was a Sunday morning. I just found it particularly irritating. And it went on for probably about 15 minutes until I shut it down on Facebook. Funnily enough, about an hour or so following, I received a Facebook audio call from the gentleman. And his main point was that the Hillary Clinton post was more about what Hillary Clinton means to women in the context of how negative the media, or at least this was his assertion, how negative the media portrays Hillary Clinton. And, you know, a variety of factors that Hillary Clinton represents someone who should be a focus of positive idolatry of women. I believe, although I'm not completely clear if this is the case, because my mother has met Madeleine Albright on a couple of occasions, but I suspect my mother has also met Hillary Clinton on one occasion. And when I contrast Hillary Clinton to my mother, the one thing that strikes me, and my mother's no saint, she's not intended to be eulogized at all, but she's a woman who has lived a life based on her removal of herself from a relationship with an abusive man. I think if there is one idea that needs to be taken away from the next generation, from the current generation, it is that women shouldn't stay in abusive relationships. The paradigm of women staying with abusive men, suffering violence, suffering a wide variety of negative problems associated with staying with these men, this is just an idea that shouldn't exist. This is a notion that shouldn't be carried on from one generation to the next, and people have arguments associated with, well, it's personal choice and all this other kind of stuff. My concern is twofold with this. The first is that I've seen a number of women, in fact, most of the women that I've interacted with on some level, that have stayed in abusive relationships or have allowed abusive relationships to shape their lives. And I think this kind of control, although there are men that have been affected and impacted by abusive relationships... My perspective has always been water off my back associated with these things, but I would not engage and continue to engage in abusive relationships. And my concern is that idolizing Hillary Clinton indicates very clearly that there is some benefit for women to stay in abusive relationships for long periods of time, and they might be able to pull something through this. This is not an idea that I would want to be conveyed to the next generation, and certainly not an idea that should be something for young women. My perspective is it's actually quite surreal that only such a small number of chosen few can exist and move forward in the current political landscape, and that is something that I narrate periodically anyway. But I reflected on this co-worker, particularly because he has daughters, that this must be a real and very pressing problem for people today, that there aren't actually the kind of strong female role models in positions of power that one would want, and if you had daughters, you would need to look for anyone clutching at straws desperately to try and find strong women. This narrative is rather curious because obviously, I mean, I encounter and I'm well aware of a number of strong women in the public sphere, but they don't have the same abilities that Hillary Clinton has. And I think this is a strange paradox which certainly left me unsettled that while one may want to continue certain ideals and while one may dislike intensely Hillary Clinton's political choices and just general choices. Is her becoming president as a woman an important step forwards? Now, it's curious because 
the same idea haunted me associated with the election and presidency of Barack Obama. I went back to Australia in 2009, and a number of my mother's friends, intellectuals in the Australian broader arts intellectual community, heavily eulogised the fact that Obama was black, and that this was amazing, this was some miraculous thing that anyone could now become president, and Obama showed this. And I guess my perspective is that there are various socioeconomic factors that define what African Americans are quite fundamentally. And in order to change those factors, you need to have come from that background, I think. I mean, you can be respective to it. And certainly his wife has followed some of those African American aspects. But Obama as a whole represents a construct where he has been placed in a circumstance. And really, it's appalling the lack of black social justice that has gone on through his presidency. So in this light, I'm always sceptical of politicians. In fact, I think politicians are outwardly tarnished by the various choices that they have to make, the various responsibilities that they have to take, and fundamentally associated with the number of friends that they need to make and the number of positions and practices that they need to change in order to become a political animal. And in this regard, I think politicians are probably not good role models for any young folk. And certainly, if one wants to change the narrative, particularly associated with the abuse of women, I don't think a politician is going to be the person that is going to show that going forward. There are a number of examples that are also eulogised associated with powerful political folk. Elizabeth Warren is mentioned periodically. I've looked at Elizabeth Warren's taxes. Elizabeth Warren earns multiples, tens more money than I earn, but mysteriously is taxed at a far lower tax rate. And this always irks me. This always irks me because obviously she's playing some game here. And I'm always concerned about people who talk heavily associated with tax reform, who mysteriously don't seem to pay their fair share. Always a curious thing. So what does one do in this circumstance? I think one doesn't eulogize politicians. And I think one naturally looks for Ideals which aren't necessarily embodied in the individuals, but in fact collate into a general narrative, which can be used to say, we've got to stop allowing this ongoing abuse pattern to occur in our society. And we've got to stop very fundamentally by eulogizing people that have accepted this abuse and then have gotten to some position of power because they accepted this abuse. The secondary point, which I never made associated with why I dislike this phenomena, is because for the rest of us, for those men that are just simple plotting creatures, that are not abusive, that actually care about this matter, the fact that this continues to propagate means men such as myself, soft-spoken folk, well, maybe not soft-spoken, but anyway, men such as myself are always less interesting, less exciting, less enticing than the a-hole who repeatedly beats his spouse, the a-hole that behaves in ways that most men, I don't think, at least most insightful men, would not find acceptable. But mysteriously as a culture, as we continue to accept these kind of behaviours, as we continue to accept these kind of men, there is no evolutionary disadvantage in this behaviour. Instead, it appears that there is an evolutionary advantage, and it's business as usual. Women continue to be abused going forward. Tom Barbele in San Jose, signing out.